Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today's the 19th day of December. Wow, <laughs> that is just a little kick of reality right there. We are winding our way to the finish line and looking back on this entire year, uh, it's a bit overwhelming, I think, just to think about where we started, where we began, what all this year has brought and how it feels like it will never get to the end and yet at the same time it's like here we are so here we are and let's dive in and center ourselves around the word today beginning another brand new book of the bible in the new testament we're going to be reading titus chapters one through three today and this week we're reading the New English Translation, Titus chapter 1. From Paul, a slave of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to further the faith of God's chosen ones and the knowledge of the truth that is in keeping with godliness in hope of eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised before time began. But now in his own time he has made his message evident through the preaching I was entrusted with according to the command of God our Savior, to Titus, my genuine son in a common faith, grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior. The reason I left you in Crete was to set in order the remaining matters and to appoint elders in every town as I directed you. An elder must be blameless, the husband of one wife, with faithful children who cannot be charged with dissipation or rebellion, for the overseer must be blameless as one entrusted with God's work, not arrogant, not prone to anger, not a drunkard, not violent, not greedy for gain. Instead, he must be hospitable, devoted to what is good, sensible, upright, devout, and self-controlled. He must hold firmly to the faithful message as it has been taught, so that he will be able to give exhortation and such healthy teaching and correct those who speak against it. For there are many rebellious people, idle talkers and deceivers, especially those with Jewish connections, who must be silenced because they misled whole families by teaching for dishonest gain what ought not to be taught. A certain one of them, in fact, one of their own prophets said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. Such testimony is true. For this reason, rebuke them sharply, that they may be healthy in the faith and not pay attention to Jewish myths and commands of people who reject the truth. All is pure to those who are pure, but to those who are corrupt and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but both their minds and consciences are corrupted. They profess to know God, but with their deeds they deny Him, since they are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for any good deed. But as for you, communicate the behavior that goes with sound teaching. Older men are to be temperate, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love, and in endurance. Older women, likewise, are to exhibit behavior fitting for those who are holy, not slandering, not slaves to excessive drinking, but teaching what is good. In this way, they will train the younger women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be self-controlled, pure, fulfilling their duties at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands, 
so that the message of God may not be discredited. Encourage younger men likewise to be self-controlled, showing yourself to be an example of good works in every way. In your teaching show integrity, dignity, and a sound message that cannot be criticized, so that any opponent will be at a loss, because he has nothing evil to say about us. Slaves are to be subject to their own masters in everything, to do what is wanted and not talk back, not pilfering but showing all good faith, in order to bring credit to the teaching of God our Savior in everything. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people. It trains us to reject godless ways and worldly desires and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age as we wait for the happy fulfillment of our hope in the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He gave himself for us to set us free from every kind of lawlessness and to purify for himself a people who are truly his, who are eager to do good. So communicate these things with the sort of exhortation or rebuke that carries full authority. Don't let anyone look down on you. Remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work. They must not slander anyone, but be peaceable, gentle, showing complete courtesy to all people. For we too were once foolish, disobedient, misled, enslaved to various passions and desires, spending our lives in evil and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared. He saved us not by works of righteousness that we have done, but on the basis of his mercy, through the washing of the new birth and the renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us in full measure through Jesus Christ our Savior. And so, since we have been justified by his grace, we become heirs with the confident expectation of eternal life. This saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on such truths so that those who have placed their faith in God may be intent on engaging in good works. These things are good and beneficial for all people. But avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, quarrels, and fights about the law because they are useless and empty. Reject a divisive person after one or two warnings. You know that such a person is twisted by sin and is conscious of it himself. When I send Artemis or Tychicus to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis, for I have decided to spend the winter there. Make every effort to help Zenos, the lawyer, and Apollos on their way. Make sure that they have what they need. Here is another way that our people can learn to engage in good works, to meet pressing needs, and so not be unfruitful. Everyone with me greets you. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. We began and ended the book of Titus today. This particular letter from Paul to Titus is said to be written around the same time that First Timothy was. And so once again, we see a specific letter to a specific person from the viewpoint of leadership where many of the other letters that Paul wrote were to the church as a whole. So we hear these words from Paul written specifically to Titus, and maybe we can gather what was happening 
in the instruction from Paul, we remember that this is for a specific person in a specific place and time for a specific purpose. And then we can maybe just look a little deeper and see the things <laughs> that might be applicable to us today to once again realize things pretty much just stay the same. There are several things I, th I think uh, worth mentioning, especially sometimes uh, we as God's people have a tendency to be driven to do out of a need for performance. Uh, also, again, speaking from experience, we can also do good work for the Lord as a means to be seen by important people. Sometimes, whether we're conscientious of it or not, whether we're willing to admit it or not, our motives may be off. I have done the most intense therapy and counseling of my entire life for the better part of this year, and I have learned so much. And in a very intense therapy weekend that I engaged in, I learned immediately that motive is everything. And I had to do some hard work of going back in my own story of my motives and what provoked certain behaviors that I've engaged in my entire life because of the motive that I was after by doing these. We don't realize sometimes why we're doing what we're doing. And so this instruction coming from Paul today, I believe is very beneficial for all of us, no matter who we are, no matter what we are engaged in, work for the Lord, work for our family as unto the Lord, because I think sometimes we think if it's not huge and massive and producing massive results, then it's not significant or we have no meaning or we are worthless. When the truth is, the work that we can just do inside of our family can be the greatest work for the Lord of our lives. And maybe this is my own revelation that I'm just uh, sharing here through a moment of vulnerability to say our motive may be good to do a significant work for the Lord, but we may be doing something he doesn't even care about. He didn't even invite us into it. We can also be doing great things with the wrong motive of hoping to further our own platform, hoping to further our own visibility, to feed our own ego. And so I want to point out just a few things in scripture today. For the overseer must be blameless as one entrusted with God's work. Entrusted with God's work. Let's pause there just for a second and ask this question, are the things that we're doing something that God has entrusted us with? That might change what we're doing because we all want the glamorous. We all want the visibility. We all want the photo op for social media, but sometimes the real work of the Lord is the dirtiest, messiest, 
toughest, most difficult work. And we can even be so blinded to think, no, if God called me to it, it's going to be easy. It's going to be not a problem whatsoever. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Let's continue in the scripture. Not arrogant, not prone to anger, not a drunkard, not violent, not greedy for gain. Instead, he must be hospitable, devoted to what is good, sensible, upright, devout, and self-controlled. He must hold firmly to the faithful message as it has been taught so that he will be able to give exhortation and such healthy teaching and correct those who speak against it. Do we know the message? Do we know the meaning of the work that we're doing? And we could even take issue with Paul, I think sometimes calling out the women, but listen, I'm a woman and I know how we can get when we get together <laughs> there can be chatter and we can do some damage with our tongues and our mouths i think sometimes we even frame it i don't mean to be gossipy but that's a pretty good indicator we are about to engage in something that could potentially really damage people that usually don't even know that they're being talked about in such a way and great advice if we love our husbands and our children and are self-controlled then we are teaching the younger women to love our husbands to love our children and to be self-controlled it's laid out right there really simple and if we just do those three things how we would teach the younger generation because we would be teaching them by modeling and exhibiting behavior that would credit the message of God's love. So we can take these words from Paul to Titus today and know that they are specifically for him. And then we can apply where it needs applied to our own lives. And I can tell you, I'm, I'm going to take a whole lot of it and sit with it and apply it as I continue to dig deep and do the work that I've started Jesus, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for these words. They hit us sometimes where we don't want them to hit us because in order to acknowledge where we have come up short, it will require us to change, to do some work, to make changes. And I pray that as we do recognize the things that we have fallen short in and we confess those with our mouths that those that we confess to would be a safe place of kindness and love and compassion and not meet us with shame, not meet us with criticism and condemnation and wrath and anger and all kinds of things that brings shame that keeps us silent and quiet and turns that shame inward where we feel safe to share nothing with anyone, not even ourselves. I pray that as we consider that we have a part to play in both roles, that we would consider both roles in our actions that we have walked out. And we would consciously think of how we could go forward more safely. I pray that we would examine our motives in the work that we're doing. Is it what you've called us to? 
Is it what you've entrusted us with? And who is it for? Who is it unto? And may we make the necessary changes. Give us courage and bravery to make necessary changes, to be people that are doing the work of the Father, that the Father has invited us specifically into. I pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible, that's home base. Check it out if you have not. Take a look around. Check out the website and download the free app. If you would like to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, we thank you so much for each and every partnership that furthers the work of this mission. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174 or utilizing uh, your mobile app, hit the give icon up at the top right hand corner of your device. And lastly, look for the give icon on the website. You can still be a part, take part of the Christmas vinyl initiative that advances the technology as we improve what we already have so that it is as simple and user-friendly for every person using that app. $25 per album. There are five to choose from, and you can order any increment that you would like, and you can do so while supplies last. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in several different ways for you to do so, 800-583-2164 or utilizing that mobile device. Again, hit the red circle button up at the top right-hand corner of your mobile device. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit at the end, turn the wheel over to chronological and it will get to the right place. That's going to do it. For me today, I'm Jill. We'll turn the page together tomorrow as we wind our way forward into this week of Christmas, Advent, arrival, and waiting, anticipation of the hope of all hopes, Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus. I'm Jill. Until tomorrow love one another. Hi everyone, it's Christy in Kentucky. I wanted to pray for some of our brothers and sisters in Christ. Father, we love you. We praise you. And Lord, we are lifting up a long list of brothers and sisters in Christ that Dawn has brought to us, Lord, that either have just started their journey and have accepted you as Lord and Savior, or there's been seeds planted. Lord, we pray that People will come behind them, Father, water the seeds that have been planted. And for those who have not quite made that commitment, Lord Jesus, we pray for them, Lord, that they will open their hearts to hear the gospel and to know how much you love them and for them to receive you as Lord and Savior. Father, we pray for Emmy, Lord, and Illinois. Father, we thank you so much that her baby is okay, Lord. Thank you for touching and healing this child. And now, Father, we are asking that you touch and heal this marriage. Father, we also pray for Unashamed's mom as she has received this diagnosis of cancer, Lord. 
You are our healer, Father. You are our miracle-working God. And so, Father, in these days, as she waits for the results of this biopsy, I pray that you will hold her close, Father. Let her feel your presence, Lord Jesus. And we ask that you heal her, Father, completely. Restore her back to perfect health, we pray. And we love you so much. And we thank you, Father, for having the ability to come and to sit at your feet. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everyone. I love you guys. Merry Christmas. Have a beautiful, blessed day. It's Carrie, a.k.a. Jesus Girl. Just kind of calling and saying hi. I'm saying I am thrilled to have heard Miss Victoria Soldier again. That is an answer to prayer. I thank you, God, that wherever she's been in her absence, you have been there with her. And while we've missed her, Lord, you have been there to keep her company and get her through whatever life has had going on. Lord, I also thank you for our newest um, member spoken in the vine in Indiana. Lord, let us scooch over around this campfire and make room for him. His desire, as he said, is for more of you. And Lord, I just hope that and pray, Lord, that you will... Um, show yourself true to him and that his desire will always be for you and to have it become where it just is all of you that he not just more but all of you that he desires and Lord I thank you for um, this platform I thank you for the relationships that it has forged and created and friendships and family and I thank you for the following of Brian and Jill and China and Zeke and the rest of the Dabsey behind the scenes families and Lord I just ask as we go forward and they bring us this beta version that you be in it Lord that you work all things out so that it is a smooth transition and Lord we just look forward to an even better campfire experience. Lord, I thank you. I praise you. I ask you to be with each and every person as we go through this crazy, insane week that's coming. Help us to stay focused on you. Hey, my precious Dab C fam. This is Kingdom Seeker Daniel. Lady Jill, I am taking my work cap off as I speak in salute to you. As I'm sitting here waiting for this truck to vacate this dock so I can move my truck in, I just finished listening to you pray on the 18th. And my goodness, thank you for just letting the Holy Spirit lead you even in the words that you prayed about not forgetting the darkness that God has rescued us from and as I'm just sitting here pondering that thought oh my goodness I'm so so grateful uh, hallelujah bless your holy name Jesus I'm so grateful for the darkness that he rescued me from oh my Lord and so I just wanted to 
offer a word of encouragement to the mom who didn't leave a name, but a little while back you called in about moving away to Colorado and feeling guilty um, because you're moving away from your son who's battling homosexuality. And let me just first say, you don't need to feel guilty for moving where God is leading you. But finally, please know your father is at work in your son's life and heart. Despite of what it looks like, I'm a living witness. He can rescue him. You be encouraged, mom.